What's up, everybody? Welcome to Nintendo Pal Block for October 24th, 2017. I'm one of your hosts, Corey Dierig, and alongside me, as always, that retro code, Edward Varnell. Hello, everybody. Woohoo! I'm so happy to be back. It's so pumped for Nintendo Power Block. Yes! Yes! Ed, we recorded a bunch of shows yesterday, and I thought you were going to, like, pass out because you look so tired. Oh, I uh, I don't know how I survived, but <laughs> I did. Good, We had good conversations. Everybody, please check out World War One. The new episode is available. And check out maybe the two-hour episode of Arsenal. <laughs> I think it's I think it's going to come in at just under two hours. Uh, okay. We... So this this will go up before Arsenal X, but it's a little behind the scenes uh, action for you. We record Arsenal X on Sundays and release it on Wednesdays, uh, and then Pow Block obviously we record on Mondays and it goes up on Tuesdays, which is a little backwards. But you know, this is when we record when when Jesse's available because he we all work different shifts and stuff, and so yes, we had a really good conversation about EA and how they've managed this whole I'm if I'm sure if you're listening to 900 other podcasts you've heard this already but how EA closed visceral and are kind of moving that Star Wars project into a different direction and Amy Hennig's career with EA is kind of up in the air and we had a really good discussion on how we feel like EA has kind of mismanaged their single player focused projects and how you know that it was just a really good discussion. We encourage you to check out Arsenal X. You can check that out on your favorite podcast service of choice. Uh, I'm I'm real. That was a really really fun episode. Uh, we yes. also we also dove deep into some Destiny discussions and how, you know, we we discussed how these companies kind of have unfinished games in general and how they're just not taking the time to finish them because of, uh, you know financial schedules and shareholder stuff it was it was a really good discussion uh so i encourage you guys to go listen to arsenal x also tomorrow uh as this episode releases so uh but yeah that's that's the xbox portion of nintendo power block uh mm-hmm. but ed we are going to do some things a little bit differently today <gasps> let me tell you what's on the docket today are you ready the- yes okay so we're going to talk about what we've been playing, but instead of doing topic of the show last, we're going to do it first and then get into the news because our topic of the show revolves around this little ditty right here. Uh, something we kind of promised last week, but our schedules were all kind of messed up and everything as they usually do towards the end of the week. Uh, Fire Emblem Warriors Collector's Edition. We're going to unbox it on the YouTube video uh, today. So... Uh, yeah, my corner's kind of ripped up here, so I'm kind of upset about that, but that's okay. Uh, maybe we'll talk a little bit about my experience getting this little ditty. Uh, but then we're going to get into the news bits, and then we're going to start a new segment every week of Games Out Games out this week. So uh, I'm excited. I'm excited, Ed. Uh, yes. But let's see. What, what have you been playing, Ed? Well, um... I'm going to start with my Xbox One. Uh, I've been playing the uh, Turing Test. Uh, It's like an indie puzzle game. Very fun. If anyone who has Xbox One, if you got games with Go, it is free. 
I invite you guys to download and give it a play. If not, if you missed it, um, it is worth the purchase. So I've been playing that. Also been playing Halo 5. Um, I'm going to be trying to beat it this week because I had to hop into Wolfenstein uh, today. Uh, so I could get, have it done by Wednesday because Wolfenstein 2 is coming out this Friday. Um, moving on to uh, my 3DS, I've been playing SteamWorld Dig, uh, Samus Return, and uh, Dragon Quest Eight. Um, I think I'm almost done with SteamWorld Dig. I'm like in the third section of it, and I think there's just they. I think they said there's one more section that I gotta go through, so I gotta get that. And Dragon Quest Eight, just making more progress through that game, really enjoying it. Uh, but on my Nintendo Switch, I've been playing uh, Yono and the Celestial Elephant. Wonderful, chill game. Hopefully, I will have my review up for you guys uh, Wednesday for you guys to check it out and read it here on NGR Radio. Uh, but I'm loving this game. It, it's so cool. Um, uh, the puzzles are really easy. Um, the quests are that they give you in the towns are very, uh, you know, very def- easy to get through. Um, music is wonderful. Like he is just a really cool character, and it's funny that the people in the game are so uh, are so excited to actually see an elephant in their land. And, uh, you know, being able to talk to them, uh, like in English and stuff, they're just, they get more happy that they could do that. And it, it looks like everybody in the game is kind of peaceful and get along. So, um, a very great game. Uh, looking forward to actually finishing it. Um, try to get everything that I can, but if not, I won't worry about it. But, uh, yeah, I've been playing that. Uh, of course, Mario Rabbids Kingdom Battle. I'm in World 2. About to start that up. And playing a little bit more Rayman Legends. Um, just definitely enjoying that game. Last but not least, after we get done with this unboxing, I will be trying out Fire Emblem Warriors. Nice. Nice. I can't wait yes. to play it, dude. I cannot wait to play it. Yes. Oh, man, I am, man, I'm really excited. So for Switch, like we talked a lot about this on Arsenal X. I play, we talked a lot about Halo 5. So I, yes. I replayed the campaign in Halo 5. And I don't want to get too much into it because we talked at length about it yesterday. But 343 really did a great job of like level design and the way the, the movement feels and the guns, how they feel. And multiplayer is really fun. Uh, Gears of War 4, I've been diving back into really the multiplayer stuff on there, uh, especially this week with the new Halloween update and the cool new stuff they're adding. Bringing back Fuel Depot, one of my favorite maps from the series. So pretty pretty pumped about that this week. Uh, but in terms of Switch, I've been holding off on Fire Emblems so we can do this unboxing on here. But I've been playing NBA 2K18 on Switch uh yes wow they delivered the full package and i am thoroughly impressed uh there are a few things that i've noticed uh just playing it uh there the big thing is the frame rate which isn't really that noticeable just because i I play a lot of 30 fps games 
But in terms of sports games, moving from FIFA to NBA 2K18, FIFA on Switch runs at 60 frames, and now NBA 2K18 runs at 30 frames. Uh, it's a little hiccupy, but not mm-hmm. enough to deter my my fascination and my appreciation for what 2K did for this version of the game. It is a solid game. It looks almost on par with its Xbox One and PS4 counterparts. Uh, all the modes are there. All the features are there. All the, you know, my team, my player stuff is there. Uh, it's a really phenomenal version of the game. Uh, that said, you know, some of the textures are a little bit muddy just because it's uh, the hardware is inferior to PS4 and Xbox One. That's, yes. I mean, that's just how it's going to be. Uh, but if you're looking for basketball, especially if you're going to planning on playing on the go a lot, like this is, you should buy this version. And I know a lot of people, uh, you know, that I work with have double dipped on this, getting it yes. for PS4 and switch. They have, they have double dipped on it. So, uh, but if you are planning on playing it primarily on the TV, I would consider getting the Xbox one version or the PS4 version. But if you want to play an amazing basketball game on the go and also play it on your TV, like if you're planning on flip flopping or, you know, your life's kind of like mine where, you know, me and my wife watch a lot of TV. So the switch is kind of my primary console and yeah. I just play it in handheld mode and then play it on the TV. Like the switch version is no joke, man. It is, it is right up there with those other versions. So, uh, yeah, man, the Switch version is great. I love it. I've I've been playing through my career mode as the Cavs, and uh, <laughs> dude, I man, it is a the cat like not to get too like sports here for a second, but sports. The Cavs have a lot of great players on their team now, like, and it's really hard to juggle that many good players and make sure like they're happy throughout the season and like making sure that you know their stats are up to where they should be while uh-huh. you're while you're managing like three superstars and probably like five or six you know current or former all-stars and and having players on the team that feel like they should be starting it's a it's a man it's a manage it's a management nightmare so i don't know i might restart the game or rest or start a new franchise and just do like a fantasy draft or whatever and just you know, start picking players and see what happens. But it's it's great. I'm loving it. So uh, that's kind of all I've been playing in some some Destiny too. But like we talked about on uh, Arsenal X, like I'm just kind of at that point where okay, I've done a lot, and like if we're gonna raid, I'll raid. But you know, I'm kind of sitting here waiting for the next content drop to come. So uh, you know, there's gonna be a new faction rally in a couple weeks, and then. You know, three weeks from now, Iron Banner will come back. And, you know, they're talking about the season two, the winter season coming and, and the Dawn mm-hmm. content. And then, you know, in December, we're getting the new expansion. So that's kind of where I'm at with the Destiny stuff, which which is fine. I mean, that's what I expected. I expected to play, be playing further into November, uh, especially with, like, expecting how the game would uh, kind of expand the way that Destiny One did, 
uh, you know, a after the Taken King with like the raid and then the hard mode raid and then the challenge raid, they kind of pushed all these things into one thing. And now it's like, okay, there's not really a reason to do the prestige raid because you're not really getting anything different. So that's where I'm at on that. So, but the one game we're both looking forward to playing. Yes. We are going to talk about what's in the Fire Emblem Warriors Collector's Edition. Ed, I'm really excited. Are you ready to open this thing? Yes, I am. So everybody, just to let you know, this is the special edition for the Nintendo Switch, not the 3DS. We didn't pick up the 3DS version, but it is available for that system. So if you're able to get find your copy of... Did 3DS get the special edition or no? No. I, I didn't even look because I, I mean... Well, nope. reasons. <laughs> so I'm going to get my knife. We're going to slip open this uh, plastic uh, sticker thing. And then got to be careful because I need to put this box with my other boxes. Dude, this makes me like, you know what this makes me excited for? When we what? do the unboxing of the Xenoblade one. <laughs> oh, yes. Okay, so. Fire Emblem, Fire Emblem Warriors comes with the game. Uh, um, comes with a poster. Also, everybody, so if you can see. Poster. Uh, soundtrack. Comes with yes. soundtrack. I'm going to open this up real quick. Kind of. Uh, and also, if you're listening to the show via audio, I am going to cut out the unboxing part of the show as a separate video. Uh, it's still going to be part of the podcast, but in case you just want to see what's in this thing, we I will do my best to separate it out. So uh, so the soundtrack is three CDs. So you do see, if everybody can see, Fire Emblem. Yep, and here it is. Uh, we've got the three CDs. You know, it's... Uh, yeah, it's what... They're from, like all the games right yes so soundtrack three cds music from all the game from all the games not just this one uh and then so, the art book yeah the part i'm more, most excited about is this uh fire emblem art book so i'm gonna open it up and kind of see what's in here uh so all of this was for 80 dollars, so 79.99 uh, where the Xenoblade Chronicle one is a hundred dollars, so we really cannot wait to show you guys that episode. Still cheaper than most collector's editions, a hundred dollars. Let me yes. tell you. So no, it's cheap. It, it's it might be expensive, but it actually come with a game. Because what was the one that you, if you got the collector's edition, it didn't come with the game. Uh, I remember Battlefield one year did that, where like they came out with some collector's edition. And didn't come with the game. And I know Wolfenstein did that. The first one did that. So this is the book holder, everybody. Just to show you. It has yeah. some of the characters. Oh, so these are the cards. It's not really a book. It's like the cards. Right? Or did I do that wrong? Oh, yeah. You're right. They're the cards. I thought it was an art book. Yeah, I thought it was a book, too. Well, oh, well. I we apologize, to look through these though because like you see characters from like all the other games like S Celica from uh, Echoes you got Tiki you got 
Marth, everybody's favorite. Uh, yes. Elise. You got uh, Sakura from Fates. Uh, you know, Camilla is a lot of people's favorite. Uh, you got like it's it's just full of characters from all the whole series. So uh, a lot of Fates characters in here. Corin, obviously. Uh, Lucina, my favorite Fire Emblem character. Uh, so yeah, there's there's a ton of characters in here, and it's awesome because they're all going to probably be playable. So, and uh, these cars are kind of big. Yeah, they're kind of really thick, high quality. You got both versions of Robin in here. That's cool. Crom uh, is in here, and then you got the two characters from Fire Emblem uh, Warriors. So Camilla from uh, Birthright. Yeah, yeah. So. Uh, very detailed yeah very very like really high quality uh art so that's cool i'm i'm really excited to play this game i can't wait for us to be able to talk about this uh later this week on the other episodes so uh, but that's our unboxing of fire emblem warriors i cannot wait to talk about this game more uh fire emblem has has quickly become one of my favorite nintendo franchises so uh, I can't wait to listen to the soundtrack either. It's probably going to be yes. one of those soundtracks I listen to to fall asleep <laughs> with, you know. Uh, so, but, man. It's probably going to be one for me that I, you know, clean up to or, like, do some driving and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, just to, like, help me relax. Yeah. So. We're not with the driving. I just, like, sometimes I just like classical music. Yeah, so no manual or anything inside the box. Uh, my cartridge is backwards for some reason. That's cool. Um, but, yeah. Fire Emblem Warriors yeah. now out for the Nintendo Switch. Oh, Ed, I'm so excited. So many games. Yay! We're getting into, the, getting into the heart of the Switch releases. Like, it started... Actually, it started with Mario and Rabbids. And it's... It's just about to get crazier I know. than that. I know. I'm so excited. Uh, oh, I want to tell my story about this freaking collector's edition. And I know okay. we talked about it on World 1-1 a little bit, so I won't retread there. But, like, dude, I – so when this when this was coming out, I let the store manager know. And, and I, I like him a lot. Like, we're friends on play, on PlayStation Network. We're friends on Switch. Like, we play games together and stuff. Like, he's a really cool dude. I, so I let him know. I was like, hey, man, my schedule's a little bit crazy on Friday because I work in a restaurant, and Fridays are the busiest days for the restaurant. So I'm like, I don't know if I'm going to be able to come in today, but I'll definitely pick it up tomorrow after work. He's like, okay, you know, no worries, whatever. You, we'll just make a note here in the computer. And so... Uh, that was earlier in the week, and then I went to work. And when I went on break at work, I called to make sure, you know, I was like, "Hey, I'm just, you know, I have a pre-order of Fire Emblem, whatever," and, uh, and I might not be able to pick it up today, uh, but I am going to pick it up tomorrow, uh, definitely. So if you know, I just want to make sure, like, the note is still in the computer or whatever, uh, and it was the guy that I complain about all the time and I can tell because I know what he sounds like and I know his demeanor and everything. Uh, this was the same guy that when I went to pick up Pokemon tournament had the door still locked to the store when the store opened at 10 o'clock at 1025. 
and I was knocking on the door and he wouldn't answer the door. So, uh, you know, so he was like, well, there's no guarantee it's going to be here. And I was getting really mad because I was like, well, I have it pre-ordered and paid off. Like it should, it should be there. And, you know, I talked to your manager and said, he said it was fine. So, you know, I was getting really mad and like, it makes me not want to deal with GameStop because of this person, you know? And so mm-hmm. I didn't get to pick it up because I, you know, I worked all day. Uh, and then, uh, Saturday I went and picked it up after work <clears throat> or I, I called ahead, I called and made sure it was still there and they were like, yeah, but there's still no guarantee it's going to be here when you get here. And I was like, well, that's kind of BS. And I was like, it better be there or I'm canceling all my pre-orders, <laughs> you know, cause I have a lot pre-ordered there. And so I showed up and he, and like, instead of being a nice customer service person, he was like, oh, you're lucky. Someone's on their way here to pick this up. I was like, yeah, it's mine. I pre-ordered it. And I said, I was going to pick it up. He's like, no, it wasn't you. It was somebody looking for one that couldn't find one. I was like, well, I have it pre-ordered. So, you know, I made sure. And it was just like, like, excuse my language, but he was being a dick about it. Like, I don't, I don't like to like cuss on the shows because like it's, it's, I'm trying to keep the Nintendo show specifically kind of family oriented and whatever, you know, like, mm-hmm. but he was being a jerk about it. And I was like, look, dude, you're lucky. I'm too tired to cancel all my pre-orders and wait here and deal with you right now. Because like, this was a jerk move, you know, I like, it, it, it makes me not want to deal with GameStop. And it's to the point now where like, I've had too many bad experiences with this one person and you know, I've, I just don't want to deal with this person, even though I have, you know, like two for two or three friends that work at this GameStop by now, you know? So like, it just, it's, I don't really know how to whatever I mean, with this guy, but I mean, we, we talked about some solutions and stuff when we talked about surveys and things like that. Um, and the only thing that you pretty much can do at this point in time is take your business somewhere else. Yeah. And and, uh, and until he leaves that place, get transferred, or he rather he gets fired, that GameStop won't just have that won't take your business because I I feel like there has to be another GameStop that you could do pre-ordering even though it's going to be a drive or if a, there's going to be another store that does the same pre-order as Target I mean not, not Target as GameStop go through them you know I think that's why Amazon people do the pre-orders through them mm-hmm. and deal with the shipping and stuff because if if this is GameStop policy and you are an employee representing the company and you do customer service like that, that's going to hurt GameStop in the end, which is going to hurt your store, which is going to end up hurting you. Yeah. Yeah. And it's just, it's, it's dumb because all you really have to do is say, okay, like I, I don't even really know (laughs) how to explain it because like, you can like look and see that I've been a loyal customer of this GameStop for years at this point, right? Like right. years, you know? And now it's just like, man, I just, I don't want to deal with people. This is why I don't like dealing with people, man. This is why, you know, I don't ever like 
go out of my way to deal with people is because of situations like this that just make me mad. And, and, you know, I don't like to talk down about people or companies all that often, even though <laughs> Arsenal X will <laughs> kind of, <laughs> you know, dispute that statement. But like, you know, I don't do it unless I have an absolute reason to do it or a, a, uh, what do you call it? Like a, a, like a real reason to do it, you know, like a constructive criticizing way of doing it, you know, and I just don't want to deal with people who are going to be a jerk to me about, you know, a game that I have warned them a few times that like, look, I might not be able to pick it up on release day and you pay for it. Yeah. Like I paid for it. Plus like your, your policy is to hold the game for 48 hours before you sell it to someone else. And it's just like, that's not, that's not right, man. And I just, I don't want to deal with people that and aren't. I, I literally feel like if, because I, and I even told you if you ever do a survey for them, I know, and I know you said you did one. I'm like the next, if you ever buy, the next time you buy a game right there, you, and when you own that survey, you let them know about the situation because that's unfair to you. A paying customer who paid a game off. If y'all are, if, if GameStop is all about some pre-sales for that company, I mean, and for that store, yeah, then they're not only do they policy need to change. Everybody who are who is an employee at that GameStop needs some training. Yeah, they it, need to they need to know about this forty-eight hour thing or whatever, and they need to actually look into the system and see. On, for that game, how many pre-orders they have for that game, and check their quantity, and put the ones that's been pre-ordered and the ones that's been paid off, and in the same section but separate, so that when customers who come with their receipt or give their phone number for the reward, uh, game rewards, it shows that okay, you did pre-order it, but you got to pay the rest, or you pre-ordered it and you paid it off. Okay, we got your stuff right here. That's how you do business. Yeah. Yeah. And it's, it's just, it's a shame because like, you know, I, I know I can get these games cheaper on Amazon, you know, like it get, because of pr my prime membership. If you pre-order these games, you get, you know, 12 bucks off and free shipping, which is, you know, $12 is a lot of money. You know, it's, it's not nothing to sneeze at, but I do it because I like the people that work there and I, and I like to, you know, have the game immediately where you know sometimes when you pre-order games on amazon it it's you know they say release day but sometimes it's like a day after or you know it's sometimes it's two days after especially for big releases like you know mario mm -hmm. odyssey i already went ahead and pre-ordered it on amazon because i don't want to go deal with them and like you know it's a big release so i might not get it till saturday you know i might not get it till sunday but like you know it's it's worth the wait for me because a I got a hundred other games to play before then, and right. You know, but like by the time I get it, and by the time we record that episode, like we'll be able to talk about it. You know, it's it's just one of those things. But right, it's just it's just a shame, man. Because I I did it because I like these people, but now I'm just gonna be like, you know, I gotta be I gotta do what I gotta do, and it's not it's not my problem that this store has people who don't care about their job especially when they're the assistant manager of this store you know so 
but anyways, that's that's my long story about getting my Fire Emblem Collector's Edition. Uh, I'm sorry for the bad rant again. <laughs> so as for me, everybody, I paid my thing off Monday, skipped in after work Friday, and then and then went home. <laughs> yeah. So after I okay, and I apologize to all you Nintendo listeners. I pre-ordered the Xenoblade Chronicles Pro Controller. Yeah. So. So. Uh, uh, that unveiling is. I really want that thing to be custom made. I want someone to redo it for me. But yeah, I they still had a lot of controllers, so I pre-ordered it too. So I'm happy. Yeah. So I also went ahead on Amazon because they. They have the uh, collector's edition still available for Xenoblade Chronicles 2, so I pre-ordered one of those from Amazon, uh, which actually came out to be <laughs> about $80 because of the discount. And then I also pre-ordered one of the controllers from there too because nice. I like it's available, it's there. Like I want to have that safe bet. I can always cancel it if I decide to mm-hmm. go back to GameStop, but like you know, just to have that safety net there. So uh, I'm trying to figure out how because like i still have i the thing about this too is like i have the amazon store card that has you know like it's like a amazon's credit card that you use on on their thing so like i don't have to worry about where the money is coming from right now like i can just kind of pay it off as i go so yeah that's the also the other nice thing uh plus i get like five five percent cash back towards my my uh purchase uh, yeah so that'll be nice, nice when the bill comes so it, it's so funny i just upgraded to uh their elite at a GameStop, so i get now now i get like 20 percent off uh their use games and i think i get double or triple points and stuff so yeah uh yeah. i like i really want to <laughs> like it's it's always this weird conundrum with GameStop for me because like i love game informer yeah and like I love the personalities there. I watch their YouTube stuff all the time. Like that's one of my favorite YouTube channels is Game Informer's YouTube channel. And I watch them all the time. I go back and rewatch stuff because it's so good. But like GameStop always irks me the wrong way all the time. And it's just like I want to support Game Informer, so how do I go about doing that without having to walk into a GameStop? It's just this bad. Probably see if you can subscribe to them. Uh like get if you get their magazine just by subscribing to them online yeah. without having to go to GameStop. Yeah, like there there's a subscribe thing right here on their website, so that's probably what I'll do the next time they uh uh do that. So, um, but yeah, yeah. Anyways, uh oh man, okay. Uh, but yeah, so we're gonna we're gonna move along. We're gonna move the show along into some happier news because there's a lot of good things that, that we do get to talk about today. Uh, Edward, we talked about this about a month ago, and they yes. announced an announced date for this announcement. Shin Megami Tensei Five has officially <laughs> been announced for Nintendo Switch. Uh, Unfortunately, the, everybody is in Japan. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but it's okay. It'll make its way here. They always do. Uh, the, the previously teased Shin Megami Tensei game for Nintendo Switch has officially been revealed as Shin Megami Tensei 5. As promised by Atlas last month at Tokyo Game Show, new information about the upcoming Switch title was revealed on October 23rd. 
Uh, there's a teaser trailer. Atlas has yet to share details regarding when the new RPG will release, be released and when it will release in the West specifically. Uh, Shin Megami Tensei 5 was first teased by Atlas back in January during the Nintendo Switch reveal event. Uh, so Atlas has just started development on the project at that time and has yet to announce whether or not it'll be uh, localized. Uh, and then that shows the trailer and stuff. But that's cool. I'm sure it'll come here. The last few on 3DS came here. Uh, yes. So I I would be really surprised if Shin Megami Tensei did not come here. Uh, but I'm excited. Another cool RPG coming to Switch. Yeah, I wonder if they're going to change the play style of it. So I want to see what their fighting mechanic is. I mean, it's automatically just a, a, a chess buy for me. Because uh, I, I really am not into the Shin Megami Tensei uh, games, because, but I am into Persona. Uh, I think Persona plays better, and I like their storylines better um, than the Shin Megami Tensei games. But I will be picking this game up for Switch. Yeah. So, yeah. so uh, I'm excited for that. Uh, but speaking of RPGs, strategy RPG Unsung Story, uh, originally kickstarted for Xbox One and PS4, uh, is also now being developed by or developed for Nintendo Switch. Uh, Unsung Story, a, a drama-ridden tactical strategy RPG that recently got a new lease on life when it changed developers, has been announced by its new publisher, Little Orbit, to be releasing on Switch as well as Xbox One and PlayStation 4. The the story of Unsung Story is a long and twisted one, starting with a Kickstarter in early 2014, leading to years of development hell and genre changes. Then finally, uh, the original developer's playdeck handing off development to Little Orbit. Uh, But this game looks really cool. Uh, there's some screenshots and stuff. It looks looks a lot like a mixture of Final Fantasy Tactics and mm-hmm. Valkyrie Profile, which I'm really into. Yes. Uh, so that I am excited to at least keep up with this game. Uh, later in the story, it does say it's getting a physical release for Nintendo Switch, so uh, that'll be cool. Yeah. It, um, a lot of cases are not... Well, not a lot of cases, but it seems that a lot of cases that uh carry wii u games is uh starting to get filled up with more switch games so that's kind of good yeah uh, we just need more I, I i i hope that we have more physical releases uh by next year well you know physical run games is or limited run games is good it you know that's coming later in the in the show yeah but, you know they just announced a partnership to release nintendo switch games so <sighs> uh including uh super meat boy which i'm really excited uh Let's see here. Okay, so the next story. Ed, are you excited to hear about Nintendo's next Animal Crossing game? Huh? Animal Crossing Nintendo Direct has been announced for uh, Wednesday, October 25th. But there's a catch. It's for the smartphone game, and there will be no 3DS or Nintendo Switch announcements at this time. Ah, so. well, it's it's good that they said that. That means that maybe E3, we could look forward to that game coming to console or coming back still staying on 3DS. Um, I love the Animal Crossing series. Um, playing it on the phone, though, just like Fire Emblem, uh, the Fire Emblem game, I'm going to skip it uh, because 
I, I like my Animal Crossing to have more quality, and I kind of love buying, like, actually paying like the forty bucks or whatever to get that experience. You well, know, to be fair, the Fire Emblem game was really good. It was it was straight up Fire Emblem. Mm-hmm. You know, and and like I've been playing it off and on f- since it came out. I probably have like forty or fifty hours into it since it came out, and I haven't spent a penny. So I mean it's it's really good. I I really like the Fire Emblem game a lot. Uh, but and a lot of people have said that Animal Crossing would be the perfect game for f- your phone. But now that like Switch is kind of like I can take it with me whenever it has the sleep function, so I can pop right back into the game whenever I need to. Like mm-hmm. you know I'm more interested in a Switch version than that. Like I would say a 3DS version, but. There's already two Animal Crossing games on Switch, so or on 3DS, so uh, yeah. Okay, Ed. Limited uh, limited run games will be releasing Nintendo Switch games. Uh, some Nintendo Switch indie games may be getting a limited physical release soon. Limited run games, uh, a company that focused on creating physical editions of otherwise digital only games, announced approval to publish for the Switch today. While the company hasn't announced what its first Switch published game will be, it pro- it's promising it will be going to retail next year. Oh, they're, they're doing the uh, physical copy of the Wonder Boy. Yeah, but that's Wonder not going to be their first one. Uh, I thought it was. I thought they said that was the first one because they made a box copy of it. Um, I don't know. According to this article from Game Informer that was released last yesterday, they haven't mm-hmm. announced their first retail game. Oh, I so, thought I don't know. Maybe maybe the article's wrong. Maybe they just didn't have enough information. I don't know. Okay. Uh, the company says that their initial production run for each game sells out. So, and they'll never create more, keeping their promise to, uh, keeping their promise of truly limited releases. Uh, limited run games has previously only published games for PlayStation 4, Vita, and PC. Uh, so, yeah. Uh, oh, so limited run games, continue not to bring Night Trap. Keep that garbage off our system. Thank you. <laughs> oh, man. All right, Ed. So the next story we have here is about Fire Emblem Warriors. Uh, Nintendo yes. details Fire Emblem Warriors DLC plans. There's a season pass out that's 1999. Uh, Nintendo has announced its DLC plans for Fire Emblem Warriors, both for Switch and 3DS versions. Uh, here are the DLC details uh, text straight from Nintendo. Season pass. Uh, release day and date October 20th for 1999 the Fire Emblem Warriors season pass includes all three DLC packs which become available as they release naturally Uh, each DLC pack is filled with new playable characters and weapons by purchasing the season pass for either Nintendo Switch or new Nintendo 3DS version players will receive a bridal costume for Lucina DLC pack 1 if you buy them separately they are all $8.99 uh, which is still a pretty decent, uh, a decent price for a DLC pack instead of like twenty bucks, like I don't know, Call of Duty or something. So yeah, uh, DLC pack number one. Uh, this content, the content in this pack is inspired by Fire Emblem Fates. DLC pack number mm-hmm. two, 
Many of the characters and items in this DLC pack hail from Fire Emblem Shadow Dragon. Uh, pack number three, which will release in March 2018. Fans of Fire Emblem Awakening will love this DLC, as much of the content is themed after this classic 3DS game. <laughs> love the wording. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Meanwhile, the Switch Special Edition uh, comes with the game, character cards, poster, and CD music set. Uh but yeah, so pretty awesome. That's yeah. a that's and, a good sizable chunk of DLC. And I like these twenty dollars season passes that Nintendo Art is doing. Now I know some people have a problem with, you know, some some of the stuff that's coming in. But I, I you know, I'm like twenty bucks. I'm like, and this is for stuff that's over time. You know, I I just feel like it's okay that it's good. Mm-hmm. You know, I'll definitely end up buying it because I, 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 you know, usually with the season pass stuff, I usually pay uh, the money to get it. Now, uh, Breath of the Wild, I still need to buy that that season pass. Uh, but I'm like, I get a lot of content for these games for like cheap, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um. Okay. So. The last bit of news here. Oh, before you actually get into your last bit of news. No. <laughs> uh, I think if anyone is picking up the Amiibo Mario, uh, you could wear a wedding dress on Mario. Oh, really? Yeah, they're allowing you to put uh, a wedding dress on Mario and pl- use it throughout the game with them. And so funny. a lot of people are so happy about that. That's funny. That's really funny. Uh, so uh, this morning, Amazon opens pre-orders for a limited edition new Nintendo 3DS XL based on the Super Nintendo Classic Edition that was released in September. And it looks really cool. The buttons yes, inside does. are purple. And yeah, I'm really excited. Really, really excited. And I am going to just pass it because, like I said, once again, that Pokemon 2DS looks sexier than the Super Nintendo one. Like, I, I want the Famicom one, you know. Uh, I, I have my Super NES Mini. Well, we both have our Super NES Mini. And I, I just can't do this 3DS one. It's cool that they did it, uh, but I just can't do it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, I already got my new 2DS, and I'm happy with it. So, like, I don't know. I'm at this point in my life where I kind of want all my stuff to kind of match and look the same and kind of, mm-hmm. like... Because, like, I've had a ton of collector's edition consoles in the past, and it's just, like, sometimes I just wish they were just the normal colors. Like, like we were talking about uh, yesterday, not that, you know, the Xbox One X has... Uh, a limited edition console out right now. I mean, like the Project Scorpio one, but it's still like that charcoal gray one. But like, mm-hmm. I'm gonna wait until they release a white one before I get it. And you know, like, I just, Ooh, you know, yes. I, because like the Xbox One S, the white console is so perfect looking. Like, it is the perfect looking box. I wish mm-hmm. every box looked like the Xbox One S. Like, <laughs> I really do. Especially when you compare it to the PS4s that have come out. The weird diagonal Kit Kat bars or whatever you want to call it you know <laughs> like i i think the xbox one s and the xbox one x are like 
really beautiful boxes and to have that I, I, box in white is just going to be awesome that white controller for xbox one s is just perfect like yeah. i love that and i think i know when people are custom made the white joy cons like if nintendo could bring that like if they decide to do a uh, different color joy cons like a white one i i would buy that mm-hmm. i would literally buy that with the charging grip if they did it all white because i think somehow white with the material that they're using now for controllers and systems look better than what they was using in uh past days yeah past because like the, the wii and the wii u like those white like the white they're using for those consoles is like yes really glossy and easily picked up smudges and dirt and stuff whereas like the matte finish kind of has this weird protective coating on it that mm-hmm. you know just doesn't get that stuff on it you know it just doesn't you know my wife jerk spilled coffee on my controller the other day not like spilled coffee on it but like you know had little coffee drips on it and it just wiped right off you know after it had after i noticed it it had dried but like it just wiped right off you know and it's it still looks brand new so uh yeah the white that they use for that is awesome and i can't wait for white joy cons please nintendo give me some white joy yes yes i i i wish they would do more color joy cons like yeah. i love the red and blue ones they the blue ones still once again looks look sexy and the yellow ones i seen the yellow ones at best buy and i was just like i should spend the money to get these yeah but i'm not yeah i went ahead i went ahead and traded in my black ps4 controller and got the white ones uh so uh the white ps4 controllers yeah because yeah i like really awesome. yeah I need to buy another one. I just want to have a second one. Kind of want all my controllers to be white. Like it's it's weird. My systems can stay black, but my controllers need to be like a different color. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I I'm gonna. I think I'm gonna do a custom controller for uh, Xbox One X or the whatever the Design Lab stuff. You know. Yeah. Uh, especially when I get an Xbox One X because like I really do want that console. I think. You know, it's going to speed things up and make games like I know I don't really need the 4K stuff, but like I do think that, you know, having that upgraded box will kind of save me some stuff and, and, you know, have the S in the bedroom or whatever. You know, that's 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 the goal. That's the plan. It's weird for me, like if I do the controllers for Xbox, uh, Xbox one one of them has to be like the new Nintendo colors. Like it would have to be like the red and white to represent like switch. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's weird, but I'm just like, I'm a Nintendo fanatic. I can't help it. I might even do one with the blue boxes from Wii U. Cause I, I like that blue on the Wii U. I, I mm-hmm. just like something about that pops. Um, but I do want to do a white and um, like the, is it lime? What kind of green is? I wonder is that on the Xbox One's uh, boxes for the video games. I wonder what kind of green that is. What that translucent green or like the or the Xbox One color? Um, uh, the on the box on the on the like when you buy your games. Right. Okay. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I'm gonna look it up though. Because I, I would I would love to have uh my controller probably like half like be all in that kind of green and i wish there was a cool design that i could put like an x around it uh 
And I definitely want to do a Arsenal X uh, controller. Yeah. Yeah, um, I was thinking about that too. And like, I was, I've been thinking about doing some stuff in terms of, you know, Power Block and Arsenal X specifically as like, you know, kind of giveaways and, and stuff. And, and, mm -hmm. you know, like, I, I think like our fans kind of deserve that because we've been, we've been going with these shows for a long time now. And it's like, yes. I want to do something that, you know, fans can get involved in and like a contest or something and really like show them an appreciation and kind of do stuff like that. And, uh, you know, I have a couple things in mind. I just had to find some money to do it, you know, but hi boss. Hi. You, hey. you know, you know what I do for a living. <laughs> so you know how I could get that hooked up. I know. Yes, I know. But, uh, but yeah, I, yeah, I'm trying to find the screen for this Xbox stuff, but I can't find it. It just, it just brings up a bunch of images of like, this that nasty lime green from Xbox, like the original Xbox. Ugh. So yuckiest. So, but yeah, I I'm excited for all this stuff to just happen and, and be awesome and games are fun. Yay. Uh okay, so the last news story we have, uh the last one was not the last one. This is the last one. Ed, guess what? Two Wii games are coming out this fall. Uh, we, not we, you, we, we, what are they, Corey? Uh, a karaoke game called sing and just dance 2018 figures. So, uh, those are the, if you still have your, we hooked up somewhere somehow, and you're listening to the show somewhere, somehow, <laughs> and, uh, you're interested in these games. They're coming out soon. I think Just Dance 2018 comes out this week. Uh, speaking of games out this week, uh, this was taken from uh, the Nintendo uh, Tumblr uh, games that are out between February or uh, October February, jeez, October 20th and October 27th. So, Ooh. Fire Emblem Warriors is obviously out already, but games out this week are jidge uh it's like this weird i don't know what kind of game it is but i would not google search it because you'll get all kinds of weird stuff uh <laughs> jackbox party pack four spelunker party aca neo geo robo army uh sorry siri decided to wake up so uh revenant saga party golf elliot quest Super Ping Pong Trick Shot, The Count Lucanor, Siberia, Just Dance 2018, Night Terrors, The Mummy Demastered, This Is the Police, which the physical copy of This Is the Police is exclusive at Best Buy, so if you're looking for a physical copy, you can go there and get it. And, mm -hmm. of course, the little ditty called Super Mario Odyssey is out this Friday. So, yeah, Switch! Yes. Ed, you're just, just kind of looking at it at like, hmm, all these <laughs> games sound weird. But Mario Odyssey, woohoo! Dude, like, this is an amazing list. And I am, because I'm, I'm going to be picking some games up Thursday that's on this list. Uh, 
of course Mario Odyssey is a must. Like like I said, I probably have to buy two copies, one for me and my mom. Uh but I uh Elliot Quest I didn't get to play on Wii U. So I do want to pick that up on uh Switch. GH looks good too. So I do want to try that one. Uh Spelunker Party is very weird. That's like a Matt game. Like I would need Matt. Uh shout out to Matt Keo. Uh I would need him like to sit by me and be like, we need to play this together. <laughs> yeah. Um Yeah. I uh, a, uh the Mummy D Master is a must buy. It's my way for it. Like Way yeah. For it is my company. That's... I love them. Yeah, that's the one on this list that I'm actually really excited for just because WayForward does such great jobs. I love the Shantae games. I love the work that they've done before. Like, you know, I mean, not technically WayForward, but, you know, Shovel Knight is a bunch of ex-WayForward guys. So, like, you know, it's WayForward has a great pedigree. Uh, and, you know, spawning studio like Yacht Club out of WayForward is just like, yeah, definitely, definitely looks good. I hope it's better than the movie. <laughs> Did you see the? I get. I think the game is called the Cleaner. Oh yeah, the Cleaner is like, you're like the guy that goes in, uh, cleans up the messes after. <laughs> yeah, after. it it looks it, it it reminds me of Mr. Shifty in a way, but it feels more comedic, and this will bring anxiety to me because I'll be like, ah. Oh! Oh, the cops are coming like I can't remember do like it looks like a game I love I kind of I love I love the trailer I dig the soundtrack and this is a game that's on my radar that I'm that I want to buy mm-hmm. uh but it, it 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 gives me anxiety because it makes me want to laugh and it makes me just want to shake and be like ah no but I seen that trailer and I, and it came to mind I'm just like goodness Nintendo and you all, you indies, can y'all give us a day when you stop announcing a game? Because it's just literally, probably when we get done recording, just some weird announcement for a game for Switch is going to be out. And just be like, really? <laughs> like, we just got done recording. Yeah. Yeah. It's. So. Yeah. Yeah. I... The cleaner looks cool. It does look cool. Uh, I found an Xbox story for next week's Arsenal X. Uh, Uh-oh. Man, this is this is cool, though. Like, I, I was just searching for, like, other indie games that are out or coming out for Switch. And mm-hmm. uh, Halo 3 and a bunch of other Xbox 360 games are getting Xbox One X support. <laughs> yeah. So that's, that's weird. Uh, but, man, dude. Nintendo Switch is, I mean, Nintendo is just killing it with Switch, man. It's, that's, it's just so awesome. Yeah, it's, it's literally crazy. Um, And we only got, uh, sad to say this, we only got two more months. And after this week, we got December. And so we're, (laughs) we're probably trying to get Game of the Year stuff together, but there's so much on on switch alone to buy uh whether it's good or bad you know there's a lot of games on there that if you wanted if you were just trying to do a a nominee for a game of the year just for nintendo switch you would probably have close to 200 games yeah and that's crazy for a system that just came out 
Yeah. No, no, what? Uh, uh, it's October, what, like seven months ago? Yeah. yeah. Like, I don't even think PlayStation 4 and Xbox One had these mini games for their consoles. And yes, a lot of them are ports, a lot of them are indie games, but when we talk games, we just talk about video games. Indies are part of this uh, gaming industry and they're important to uh, the gaming culture. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know? Yeah. It's, uh, yeah, man, it's awesome. I, I cannot say enough good things about like what's happening on the Switch ecosystem and stuff because like there's so many indie games that are becoming, you know, it's basically kind of what, you know, Xbox 360 had with their indie resurgence with like Bastion, not resurgence, but you know what I mean? Like really kind of promoting the idea of what an indie game is and like making them uh, viable as a as a digital purchase you know and then like what nicholas and some of these other companies are doing bringing these games to physical copies you know i know we talked a mm-hmm. lot about tiny barbarians getting that awesome physical copy cave story got an awesome physical copy binding of isaac got a really cool physical copy like the indie games are becoming the lifeblood of the switch you know it's become they're becoming the games uh that people want to play when there's not a big Nintendo release coming out, which is kind of sucks because there's a big release coming out every four to six weeks. Exactly. <laughs> so like, it's kind of like this weird spot where like, I think, I think we talked about on world one, one where there's like something like 193 games available on switch right now in terms what? of like indies and triple a and third party and first party stuff. Like, that's a ton of games and a lot of them are good and a lot of them are amazing, you know? So, right. Uh, Dude, we, we didn't even talk about the update that happened with switch with uh, the video oh, capture the 4.0 for 30 update. You're yeah. Right. The 4.0. Um, I haven't tried it yet, but it seems that, uh, you can't use Bluetooth headsets. Uh, uh yes, yeah, you have to have the dongle. So like if you have, uh the ps4 gold headset mm-hmm. uh it's just the usb thing the thing plugs right into the usb port and you can use them as a as a headset now so like, so you just you just gotta plug it the usb into uh the, the dock. dock yeah also if you do want to use it in handheld mode though you have to buy a USB-C <laughs> dongle for mm-hmm. bluetooth stuff which they're like be anywhere between eight and twelve dollars on Amazon, so they're not expensive, but you know, at least you have that option now. Okay. Uh, yeah, I just I just thought that was cool because I'm seeing some uh some headphones like for forty bucks on Amazon. I'm just like, ooh. Yeah. I'm like, I wonder. Plus, uh, plus, uh, the update also allows the four major Nintendo first party titles to uh have. 30 seconds of video capture now by holding the capture button. Yes. Uh, and they're working their way to the other games. I'm sure some other games have already implemented it now. Like the ones that implement it now are Zelda, Mario Kart, Arms, and Splatoon. And they want to make sure, you know, Mario Rabbits has it. They want to make sure Pokemon Tournament has it. And mm-hmm. Mario Odyssey is also going to have it. Uh, yes, but they are also working with third-party developers and indie developers 
uh, to make sure that they can implement it in their games as well. Because if you want to, it's th- this is something that Nintendo. I feel like Nintendo would have never done, and now they're embracing. You know, where like they're understanding how people use Facebook and Twitter now. Where like, oh, I did something really cool. I'm going to share it now on Facebook or Twitter. I I wish they had an Instagram link, but you know, we're going to give them time to catch up. <laughs> but yeah, uh, because like. I like to upload stuff to Instagram because it goes straight to my Twitter and Facebook. Uh, so like, it's like, it's, it's like having one platform that delivers the three, you know? Yeah. And, and, but you know, it's a work in progress. I'm excited to get back into Zelda, which by the way, really excited to try to go. I've been itching to get back into Zelda. You know, yes. 230 hours, and I'm itching to get back in. I need to finish it, everybody. I sorry. am <laughs> highly debating, highly debating on starting a new game in Zelda and starting from scratch. Uh, and, like, I don't know if I really want to do that, but uh, I, I, <laughs> I really want to do that. I really want to start <laughs> a new game and just, like, have that experience again. I say do it. I say go ahead and do I mean because it's going to I I feel like even though you you might know some stuff on how to do it I think there's still stuff in the game that you haven't even explored yet. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, I mean, if I was you, I would go ahead and do it. I just need to actually beat the game. Yeah. Yeah, I really I really want to have that feeling again, you know. I really want to <laughs> I just want to. I just want to play again, man. Yeah, I I really need to buy for Switch. I like. I, I'm gonna finish it on Wii U, but I I need my Switch copy. Yeah, yeah. I I love Zelda. It's I've been itching to get back into it. It's just, man. I just I really want to play it again. Definitely, I'm thinking more and more and more and more that like it's a def a definite lock for Game of the Year for me. You yeah, know, I, I mean, I loved Horizon. I really did. Uh, I loved. Uh, I I'm excited for Mario Odyssey, but like, I'm starting to think more and more that Zelda is is I, my lock. Like for me, it's Breath of the Wild. Like, there's nothing that's going to take that away. Um, I'm waiting to play Mario Odyssey. I'm ready to play Xenoblade Chronicles X because I know I feel like personally for those two they will definitely be on the list. Horizon is a definitely on the list. Um, going for a fifth game, if I'm just doing the top five, I'm still debating. I like I have to play Arrow Oasis. I need to play Monster Hunter Story. Um, I need to get some more Switch indie games. Uh. I, I wish I could vote Halo 5, but I might actually do like retro or backlog game of the year. And Halo 5 would definitely take number one. Yeah. Yeah. You know? Halo 5 is really good. Like, 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 and even because like Xbox One for me is pretty much Cuphead, but I'm waiting for, I think it's the Long Survivor or it's one of them. It's, uh, uh, it's that that pixelated flashback looking game, uh, and so uh, I think it's called The Long Survivor. Uh, but I really want to play that one too. Yeah, for Xbox One. Yeah, I think I need to make my list. 
yeah i need a we're gonna have a, a good solid discussion when game of the year rolls around i'm i we i mean <laughs> off air we need to have that discussion but like how are we gonna do like for each are we gonna do one for each individual show are we gonna do a pal block one are we gonna do an arsenal x one like yeah games only on xbox this is the game of the year games only on nintendo platforms this is the game of the year and then like ngr will kind of like bring them all together kind of thing yeah i i think each show will have their respectable um nominations and awards uh because uh because i feel like there's something that's on PlayStation that Nintendo, Microsoft, PC, 3DS, Vita that just didn't do what other, you know, what they did on PlayStation. Like, like I would give Horizon for def, like I would give Horizon for best diversity in a video game in this narrative. You know, I, like I I hold uh, Horizon Zero Dawn more about what it what it's done in this story that hasn't i feel like personally haven't been done in the games in general so horizon would definitely give you know diversity where um well hellblade might get uh uh best indie or double a game that deals with mental illness that that deals with an issue that a lot of us don't talk about or just or just deal with issues you know you know jesse white probably is making that his game of the year like and, and that's good that that's a good diversity and see that's stuff you can't get on other systems so there's ways to do uh, awards for our shows and come up with different awards to give them because i feel like games just do i think 2017 has done a lot with games that makes it probably one of the hardest things uh you know, for just getting gaming in general to make a definite what is the game of the year. And I, to me personally, for for me, like I said, it's Breath of the Wild. It changed a lot of stuff. Look at, at many shows that we talked about that game. And we spent hours, not hours, but minutes in that game talking about it. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see how it goes. I'm excited. We like our. I think the Pal Block one will take place later. Yes, because you know Xenoblade comes out in December, and there's a couple other games for Switch specifically I, that come out in December. And I kind of want like with, definitely with Pal Block and definitely with Arsenal X. I kind of want to want to do it maybe the second week of this of January, like after after New Year's, because. Yeah. You know, there's probably games that we need to catch on, but I'm just like, okay, let's. We got our nominee discussions, but now let's do our awards. Yeah, that probably makes more sense too, especially for Pal Block because yeah, you know, Xenoblade comes out in December, but I'm we're also gonna need to like play through Odyssey, play through Doom, play like, I mean, will right. Doom be eligible? Even will Skyrim be eligible? Like, we have to have those discussions too. Plus, like. There's a ton of indie games. There's a lot of cool things coming out for it. So we'll see. We will have that discussion off off air, <laughs> though. But, like, yeah, man. Yes. Game of the year, man. It's exciting. It's it's going to be crazy. Yeah. Because uh, yeah. I, I think right now for 3DS, <laughs> I know we're going to move on from this. Or we're going to definitely end the show. For 3DS, I think Metroid Summer's Return is, like, in number one. To be on people's number one top spot. 
yeah and i still have to play that like i still need to play that so uh, yeah yeah man we're gonna we we need to do some work so yeah but man this was a good show we had a lot of good things to talk about we had fire emblem really excited to to finally play it and talk about it (laughs) you know (laughs) so uh but yeah this has been another episode of nintendo pal block you can find it weekly on ngr radio 10 a.m tuesdays most fridays if our schedules don't clash uh (laughs) you can download our family of shows arsenal x nerds gone platinum world one one and of course ngr radio you can also watch them all now on ngrradio.com's homepage. All the videos are there, like all the playlists of the videos. Most recent videos up. Yes. You can access the playlist from there. You can link out to download it on your podcast service of choice. So it's all there, right there on the homepage for you to check out. Uh, reworking the blog roll stuff because I really want to get writing again. And I know I've been saying that for a while, but uh, finally going to carve out some time to do that stuff. So. Uh, really excited. Please check out our new homepage on ngrradio.com. There are a couple menu things I need to fix, but you know our shows are all right there. You can watch it there, as well as our YouTube page. Just search the Nerds Gone Rogue YouTube page. Uh, subscribe, comment, share, all that good stuff. Also, Nintendo Pal Block is on your podcast service of choice. Download us, rate us, comment, tell us what we can improve. Email the show at nintendopowblock at gmail.com. Leave us your yes. questions because we want to answer them on Friday. I have a few that we didn't answer this time, but yes. we're going we're gonna to have some discussion on Friday about all that. And we'll talk about the Animal Crossing stuff on that show as well. So, Ed, where can we find you? You guys can find me on Twitter at ThatRetroCode. You can also find me on Arsenal X, our Xbox podcast show, and that World War One. Um, you can check my podcast, Optional Opinion, on SoundCloud, iTunes, Google Play. I'm sorry, everybody, for the delay of the uh, um, the new season. It will be coming this week, so you guys will be definitely getting two episodes. I'm just going to let you know what the first one is. It's talking The, the first episode is going to be talking about modern video game business so i'm covering uh microtransactions uh pre-sale exclusives pre-sale demos like getting all into that and then the next episode is going to be an actual debate street fighter 2 versus mortal kombat 2 so guys do check that one out and also um this coming sunday um Jesse has joined me for Optional Opinion. The episode is going to be about Spirited Away uh, for the release of the Studio Ghibli Film Festival where they're doing Spirits Away uh, this Sunday, Monday. Uh, no, yeah, this Sunday, the Monday, and this Tuesday coming up so you guys will be able to check that out i'm actually going to be watching it on a monday i want to see that movie in uh in japanese subtitle i want to hear the natural voices for that so you guys could be expecting that this coming weekend yay yay uh you can find me at cory and uhd on twitter cory and hd on instagram and twitch you can find me on ngr radio world one one arsenal x as well and uh, this week, I think I'm going to debut my new show, uh, HD Reset. So, yay! Uh, I'm trying to figure out the. I'm trying to finish up editing and clean it up a little bit. 
uh, trying to figure out how I want to distribute that show. So, uh, but you know, I'll keep you guys posted on my Facebook and Twitter and stuff. So, uh, really excited to get that out. Ed has been, was my first guest when he was here visiting. Hi. Uh, we talked about a lot of cool stuff. We talked, and it's not all about video games either. We talked about Ninja Turtles, art, diversity. We talked about a lot of things. So it was really fun. It was really good. And I'm excited to do more uh, with that. So uh, I have my second guest lined up. I don't want to announce it at this time. I want it to be a surprise, but I'm really excited. So uh, <laughs> yeah, Ed, this has been fun. I can't wait till Thursday to record more. Yes. Uh, yeah. Oh. And everybody do check out Optional Opinion, uh, a mini direct. I am going to be recording it about Animal Crossing. I know it won't be long, but I do want to do uh, an optional direct for that. Yes. Uh, But anyways, thank you so much for watching. And until next time, we love you. Bye, everybody. Woo-hoo!